Hi, Editing Tyrese here. Um, I'm currently going through the episode. This one, more so than any, seems a bit choppier, a little bit more broken up. We are trying to figure out why. Um, it could be that me and Katie have both just been really, really ill recently and still not all the way better. Uh, we're both uh, coughing up our guts at, at separate points to to an extent where it's not easy to cut out completely so sometimes it, you will just hear us coughing uncontrollably because we're not well we, we're not too sure why we, we've looked at episodes like Dalek and the Unquiet Dead which we in particular feel have been very good and we're gonna try and and sort of pinpoint that sweet spot over the course of, of recording more of the show hopefully we get our focus back when 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 we're better we're both getting there but until then uh, enjoy what we have for you with the long game. Stay well, stay safe. Thank you for for clicking wherever you did. Welcome to Doctor Who Rewind, an unofficial and unprofessional rewatch podcast where I, Tyrese, and my friend Katie... That's not going to work. <laughs> Do it on purpose. I'm just making a mistake. Okay. I'm being funny. I thought you read that with no, such... No, I'm, just, I'm <laughs> doing it seriously. <laughs> Just, just trying to like be funny, you know. And I say I'm trying to be funny because it's not fucking working. I'll say, yeah, I'll say I'm okay. Welcome to Doctor Who Rewind, an unofficial and unprofessional rewatch podcast where I, Tyrese, and my friend Katie, hi, I'm Katie, watch and discuss episodes of Doctor Who starting with the revival in 2005. Once we complete that, we'll backtrack to the 60s and talk about classic Who. In between seasons, we'll discuss extended media, things like books, games and Big Finish Audio Adventures. That is exactly what you sound like whenever you speak. No, it's not. Stop, li- Stop lying. Katie. Tyrese. What are your like general thoughts on this episode? I hate it. I hate everything about it. That's not true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you backpedaled that so quickly. I I feel like I don't even want to say that I don't like it. I just can't be arsed with it. If like, you know, like. It just does nothing for me. Yeah. It's like, I'm, I, I just watch it. And I know what it is setting up. Maybe part of the reason why. Yeah, but yeah. but it, it's still, if anyone was like, what episode of this season should I skip? It would be this one. Oh, yeah. The thing is, though... I don't think I would sacrifice any of the episodes this stuff. season. But even then, I don't think you need to... I no. think you could like literally sum this episode up with a sentence. You're setting up like a, a setting for the last... That's true. ...episode, more so than anything else. Yeah. I... Thought it was going to be an absolute like misery, and it was going to feel like we were watching that episode for ten years. Which did I, not for you. It felt long, but it didn't. Like it was okay. nowhere near as bad as I thought it was going to be. It might be because I'm still a bit woolly headed that I'm just like energyless, and like, maybe that was it. I think my because this is the one where like if I ever just you know want to watch a quick bit of Doctor Who, if I'm like oh fancy seeing you know like whatever season. Normally, what I do is just do like my best bits, and yeah. you know just do my own favorite episodes and stuff. And normally this is when I skip, so I'm thinking maybe I just haven't seen it in a while. And that's why. And like, you know, this is the first time I've watched it in like probably a couple of years. And I'm like, eh, it's not so bad. It's no, no, it's boring. not. I mean, like, I, I don't necessarily hate it. It just doesn't do anything. This is just an episode of Doctor Who that happens. I think this is like basically everything that I have to say about this. None of it's like particularly insightful. It's just like a lot of silly little lines and silly little things in this episode. Yeah. That you can kind of like pick apart pretty easy. And I think like they're all they're all very nitpicky things. I don't think I have any major problems yeah. with it. I think having a lot of small nitpicky things can make something seem worse than having one big problem. I mean, if you do have that, then that might mean that, you know, 
if one of these things falls apart, the episode does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there's a few thoughts that I had, which we'll talk about specifically when I was like, this is so dumb. I didn't have too many, so I'm interested to see what you have oh, to this. Dude, I have so much to say about this episode, but like literally all of it is stupid. Yeah. Well, would you like to give us a an, an old rundown of, of the episode, please? No. Thank you. I wouldn't, but all I right. will. The Long Game was written by Russell T. Davies, directed by Brian Grant, and it first aired on the 7th of May 2005 to 8.1 million people. The Doctor, Rose and Adam travel to the year 200,000 and land aboard Space Station Satellite 5. Upon arrival, the station comes to life with people and food vendors. The Doctor is confused as something is wrong with history. He decides to investigate, leaving Adam and Rose with unlimited credits. The Doctor meets Kathika and Suki, journalists aboard Satellite 5. Kathika tells him she wants to be promoted to floor 500 because the walls are made of gold. However, they're being watched over on security monitors by the editor. The Doctor, Rose and Adam are taken into a room where Kathika sits in the central chair. On her cue, the other journalists press their hands into the panels in front of them and an energy beam streams right into Kathika's brain. The Doctor explains that each reporter has a chip in their head as well, which receives the information and then transmits it to separate channels. The editor's security check reveals someone in the newsroom is unauthorised and identifies Suki as the problem. The editor sends a message to the newsroom saying Suki's been promoted to floor 500. Adam, overwhelmed by all of this, tells Rose he's going to go and acclimatise himself on the observation deck. Suki's greeted by the editor, who displays her falsified records. She points a gun at him, demanding to know who controls Satellite 5, to which he tells her to look up. Adam on the observation deck is learning information about future technology. The computer denies him access and directs him to the medical labs where a nurse informs him he'll need a chip to access the system. The editor checks Rose and the doctor, discovering neither of them exist on Satellite 5's records. The doctor and Rose try and convince Kathika that there is something suspicious going on in the station, but Kathika still wants nothing to do with this. They leave her and make their way up to floor 500. Down below, Adam enters the newsroom and uses Rose's superphone to call his parents' house, leaving a message via information spike from the brain. This causes the editor to find out who the doctor really is. The doctor says he would die before giving the editor access to the TARDIS, but the editor tells him he already has a TARDIS key, one previously given to Adam by Rose. Having heard all of this, Kathika goes to Floor 500's newsroom, links herself up so she can override the safety protocols. Rose gets free and uses a sonic to free the doctor as well. As the Jagrafest starts to overheat, the editor tries to leave but is stopped by Suki's corpse grabbing his foot. The doctor is furious at Adam and returns him to his own time in the TARDIS. The doctor destroys the phone, preventing any information from the future being leaked to the past. Adam begs the doctor to take him with them, but the doctor and Rose leave in the TARDIS as Adam's secret is revealed to his mother. I don't know if you want to start at the beginning, but I hate Best Adam place. so much. Oh my God, I hate Adam. I hate this guy. Oh my God. Like, he's such an asshole. He goes from being, you know, like, kind of kind of a douchebag, but I could probably see, like, his charm in Dalek to just immediately being the sleaziest, scummiest, yeah. like, motherfucker. I, I hate this too. Uh, you know, this, you know, in the, in the sick bay, the med- in the, the, oh, medi- the floor 16. Yeah, tower, where he yeah, does yeah. the sicky ice cube thing. Yep. That's his IMDb photo. Oh, wow. Has he done other things, like the actor? He did. Did he use soap, right? Coronation Street. Oh, right. There you go. Yeah. He's on Cora. It's weird that if you've done these things, you, would use a, you wouldn't use a headshot, right? Maybe he's just really proud of that scene. I mean, it's on his known for. And he wants to lead... With that. This is nothing against Bruno Langley, by the way. Oh yeah. This is this is just down to Adam as a character. Yeah. Bru- Bruno Langley, fine dude. Adam Mitchell, absolute dick. Oh god, I hope Bruno Langley's done nothing problematic that I haven't heard of. Oh my god. Are you gonna Google this just Google in case? It, yeah. Just in case, just to be safe. English former actor. No way. That's him. 
Right, so Bruno Langley's going in the bin. Oh, is he? No, is he? What did he do? 12-month community order after pleading guilty to two women at a Manchester music venue. Okay. Right, despite how problematic Bruno Langley is in and of himself, I also just hate Adam. Fucking both, actually. As it turns out, you know what? Adam Mitchell is sleazy and scummy because apparently Bruno Langley is sleazy and scummy. This is what we learned today. That's a learning journey. Oh, God, as if we've just been down that rabbit hole. Yeah. Um, um, what What is it that you hate about Adam? And don't just be like, oh, everything. Like, what is it? The thing that I truly hate about Adam is that no one, and I, I'm sure I said this last week, but no one has ever told him no. Yeah, yeah. Like, this but, guy yeah. has had everything, like, his whole life, and then the doctor literally is like, here is a card with unlimited credit and access to all of the information in the history of the planet. And like, obviously there is no way the doctor could have known like this would, you know, be a mistake in hindsight. But like, you know. He is a card with infinite money and I'll go put a hole in your head. He's just like, he's just a privileged little, like just a little dickhead. Just like a little ratty shit boy. Like, and that, you know. <laughs> ratty shit boy. Yeah. I mean, I just, I just don't think he brings anything to the story. I don't see that. I don't, true. I don't see the need for there. And and that's the thing when we get like we get Captain Jack introduced later, but he is he's got a purpose. He's got you know? a purpose, and he's he brings something new. And and this he he just Adam just doesn't do that. The thing me. about like Adam though is that a lot of his character is just I am either being whiny or I'm being like sneaky, you know, kind of like yeah. scummy. And I'm like, it's fine to write bad characters, like characters who are bad people. I don't blame him for scoffing at that beef slush. That's that's fucking <laughs> disgusting. I know, right? That's disgusting. And, why- and she looked chuffed. She's like, what flavour is it? Sort of beef flavoured. No! Don't put the straw back in your mouth, no. Once God, was enough. You would want, I would, I would sip though. Yeah, out of pure curiosity. Like you would try it. Yeah, like I, would, I probably. Would I thought be you like, meant like you would repeat. I'd be like, like one, one beef slushy for me, please. Like I won't go buy one, but like if someone was like, oh, try this, it tastes so weird. Can you do do taster taster sips of beef slushies. Should we make oh. one special? No. Episode? Do like a food of Doctor Who special, and we'll have fish fingers and custard. No, and we're fucking not. beef slushies. So let's backtrack all the way to the beginning. To the beginning, where I really like the little bit where uh, the Doctor's like, "Rose, you can have a go." That's not the beginning. Yes. Yeah, I think you'll find the beginning of this episode it begins with a throbbing hum. Oh my god! Right. Okay. So we watch this with the subtitles <laughs> on when the TARDIS lands on Satellite Five. These subtitles, man. The subtitle said throbbing hum. Yeah, and it's disgusting. Yeah. And the thing is, oh, it's not good. Did who's, you notice like the bit idea? afterwards as well? Like when after they've gotten out the TARDIS and you, there's like you know ambient like space station noise. Yeah. Like, and it just said throbbing. Did it? It just said throbbing. Yeah. And I'm like, that's oh, I didn't pick horrendous. up on that bit. Oh. Yeah, this is 200,000? The year yeah. 200,000, yeah. Yeah, so the, the doctor does a little step out the TARDIS, assesses the situation, lays out all the facts, and then when Adam comes out, Rose is like, so I would say this is uh, the year 200,000 on a space station. Just to just to show off a little bit. Yeah, just and to... I'm like, that's, that's kind of funny. Do you think that the doctor was like, I will let you do this because it'll be fun for you? Or she was like, doctor, please. She was like, please. I like I'm, to think I'm it's... Gonna the... impress this guy, I please. like to think it's the second one <laughs> because as soon as he faints... And the doctor's like, that's your boyfriend. And she's like, not anymore, he's not. Which, by the way, dick move. Um, like, if, I, if I'm with someone and I faint and they're like, oh my God, I'm leaving Do them. you know what, though? This is the this is the bit in the end of the world where Rose is like, oh, it's all a bit too alien for me in there. And the doctor's like, what do you mean? This is that bit now, yeah. except like the roles are reversed. But 
But he, you know, I love the idea that she really, really wants to impress him. But then once he faints, she's she's like, oh, actually, I'm not impressed by him. As we know, Rose Tyler will drop a man. Oh yes. Like it really does not take a lot for her to be like. It doesn't oh, make fine. sense. It doesn't make it's fine. Carry on. No one rushes to help Adam up. No one does. No. Like he but collapses. Like, to be fair, we'll fucking leave. And him. they just stand and look out of the kill floor window from. Uh, end of the world which this is the same set and yep. and, and I put money on it they could have just after he'd passed out they literally could have just like put him back in the TARDIS and all of this could have been they could have left him there and got back in the TARDIS yeah. and left themselves <laughs> leave him on Satellite 5 forever for the Kronkbergers to get him so oh yeah so speaking of then we go into the little little main what, bit I guess what main... is it like a little pavilion sort of thing like... well if there's like 500 floors and like obviously floor 16 they say is medical and floor 500 is like you know, the, the top, hmm. then I can only assume this is like a, the, the um, like, you know, cafeteria floor, I guess. Like, this is yeah, where you I get, mean, yeah, it's where you go on your lunch break. Well, no, because people eat, sleep and, and everything all on the same floor, don't they? Oh, yeah. They, they live on the same floor. Yeah. Okay. So they must well, have then... like a, a market on every floor. How many? That'd be annoying. I know that there is 500 floors and I don't know how many people are supposed to man satellite five, but they say, you know, there's a bunch of channels it's always like yeah. streaming. So presumably you need quite a fair bit of staff. I wonder how many of those those floors are sort of, I don't know, with like bunks or whatever. Those are like, you know, accommodation type floors out of the 500. Because like, you know. It's a big space station. Looks fucking awful. Yeah, it really does, doesn't it? Like from the outside. I mean, I don't mean, I don't mean like CG wise. I mean, this thing the looks design. like it's going to fall apart. Yeah, it's terrible. It looks like it's been stuck together with Pritt stick. That's not, that's not how you want your, um, that's not how you want your space station. And like, the thing about Satellite 5 as well is for like, what it does, and obviously it's relevance, like later, you would think it would be like, you know, super sleek, like super up to date and stuff as like a major broadcasting hub. And to be fair, later on, it is a little bit, it's a little bit neater when we come back to it, I believe. It's, yeah. But, like, even on the inside and stuff, like, I mean... But this is, like, grotty and steamy and rusty. Well, they they say as well, like, how hot it is. Yeah. So you know it stinks. You know it would be, like, sweaty and, like, smell of greasy food and stuff. Uh, Like, oh. Stop. Stop talking. (laughs) This is when they go through all the different channels on the face of Bose on the Bad Wolf line. Yep. Bad Wolf TV. Bad Wolf TV. That's our Bad Wolf reference this week. Oi, oi. Gotta get him in there. Not a helicopter, though, is it? Bad Wolf 1. Bad Wolf 1 descending. I think Rose is looking fine this episode. I'm gonna put that out there. She's looking so good. Are you just doing fit checks on Rose every week? Is that what you're doing now? I don't gotta check. She's always fit baby i resent the fact you just said that uh, but like you know what not to like play exactly into what you just said but yeah she's got good outfit on i've got no complaints about rose this week i think she looks she looks really good i also don't have any i i but here's a thing with this episode and i think one of the reasons that i don't like it it, it doesn't further anything we don't learn anything new about the doctor or rose in this episode no this might be the first time that we haven't learned anything new about either of them and also, or pushed anyone forward a bit more. I don't think this is a Doctor or a Rose episode. It's an Adam one. It's an Adam episode. And that's but even no worse. One wants that. I didn't I didn't ask for an Adam episode at any point. It's not like when I was watching Dalek, I was like, oh God, this guy's so great. I want more of him. And that's why we drop him off at the end, never to see him again. Yeah, actually. Don't tell me this big finish. No, there's comics. We'll get to that. Oh yeah, no, you we'll mentioned, get to you it, mentioned this before. I, yeah, yeah, I have that in the trivia. Um, this episode, this is what I thought about, like, at this, this start scene, you know, we see all of these guys, like, running about with food and drink and, like, you know, everyone's, like, working, working on this news and stuff all the time. It's a bit Wally, isn't it? Like, the, the, like yeah, like the, the Pixar film. Yeah. It's Pixar, right? Oh, yeah. You mean, yeah. like, when all the humans get lazy and 
shit. Yeah, like I don't know why, yeah. but like that was that was absolutely the vibe that I got. And this gave you a 2009 Pixar's Wally vibe. Yeah, it did. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Why did you say yeah? I did yeah? Like that was the most innocent thing. Like I, I don't know. Is that like you know, the way you said it made me feel bad for like heckling you? I like I don't know. I don't like have any nuance about it. I can't explain why. Like just <laughs> defend your argument. That's just what I thought. I saw it and I was like, that's a bit like Wally, doesn't it? And then like the whole ship is one big Wally robot. Cause that's how I feel. And just like it's it's. It's and then someone down. should crush it into a little cube and just leave it. Yeah, I want someone to crush me into a little cube and, and just leave, leave it. it. Yeah. The doctor says something to Rose about the two of like, like Rose and Adam going to like go on a little date or something. Oh yeah, and um, he's, he's basically just chaperones this episode, right? Yeah, not... he like he gives them a little unlimited money card and he's like bye bye, which is dumb. <laughs> yeah, by the stupid. way, hey, he is a space station with. 500 flaws. Not that I could lose you very easily. Here's money that will get you through every door. Yeah, like, you know, you literally... You have all of the power in the world in this place that has all of the information in the world. Yeah, it's really... It's an absolutely terrible combo. This is this is why Adam feels like the definition of, uh, you know, like, gone mad with power. Yeah, I think in one of these... One of the, the opening bits here, it might be right before we meet Suki and... And Kathika. And Kathika. Mm. Before or after, where it shows, like, Simon Pegg for the first time as the editor in, in the little office room, and he's like, something's not quite right Yes. Uh, bleach blonde, Simon Pegg. So I'll tell you what. I thought I was having this whole conversation with myself in my head, right? And I was like, yeah, because he's like bleach blonde, and I'm sure it's like his eyebrows and his beard as well. Like it's all, yes, it's, yeah, all, it's like all white blonde. All white. And as soon as he turned up in my head, I was like, oh, all right, Eminem. Um, and I was trying to think of like you know like a fun, a fun like joke I could do. Like I was like, oh, can I, can I do anything with this? Yeah. And the best I could come up with was slime and peg as in like Slim Shady and then I was like no because that sounds a bit too much like slime on and that's not funny slime on yeah like Simon Peg Slim Shady Slime on oh. Slime on oh slime okay I thought slime on <laughs> right I thought it was gonna be like a like slime on like it was a slogan for an old yeah I was gonna like, like an old Ninja Turtles exactly what I was shit. thinking like Who- ooze what was that? Who said something on? Johnny Storm. Flame on. Oh my god, that's so embarrassing that I didn't know that. But you, of all people. I don't like the Fantastic Four, but it's alright. Rose, Rose and, and Adam going away with a little card, little... Yeah. But they don't do anything with that, do they? They just go and get the slush. They, they go, go get the yeah, beef slush. Yeah, they go and get the beef slush. Um, uh, This raises a question, though. This scene raises a question of, like, I wonder what the conversion is between a credit and, like, a pound. Oh, isn't space money always credits in every sci-fi thing? Yeah, ever? pretty much. But, like, because they say... Okay, so they say that the guy, I think he says, like, like a, a crunk burger is like two credits something, right? Okay, like a couple of quid for a burger. Yeah. Fair enough. But when Adam's getting the old like slicey slicey to the brain. Uh, okay. They say it's either a hundred credits for the one or 10,000 credits for the other. And I'm like, based on those three things, what's the conversion rate? That's insane. That's, I, I'm not, I would never even try and decipher the math. A surgery is 50 burgers. <laughs> like, <laughs> I haven't got any money. <laughs> but I got a truckload of Kronk burgers. I got a shitload of Kronk burgers, man. Please, <laughs> I got please Kronk chip burgers me. with cheese, and I got Kronk burgers with was it pajata or whatever. Yeah, it's funny to me that they still have cheese, like just as like a, like yeah. that's just a mainstay. Well, I mean, you got cheese all across the universe, right? Ah, oh, too right. When Kathika and Suki. 
it's what I said. I just said it different. Okay, sorry. Uh, when, <laughs> yeah, when they're both introduced. Kathika's the biggest kiss ass. Oh my god! In the world, the relationship. Oh my god! Between those two women fascinates me. Yeah, like wh- why are they are they even friends? Like that's another thing about this episode though, because like sort of Kathika becomes, I would say, like a bit of a sidekick this episode. A bit, yeah, and she's kind of awful as well. She is. And then because the, there's that bit, isn't there, where the doctor's like, "You're asking all the wrong, but look at Rose. She's doing the right thing." And Rose is like. Ha. Yeah. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. That's when they tell him that floor 500 is the, the wall's made of gold. Which just screams out, this skies are made of diamonds oh, is all to, I right? can think of exactly. when she said that. I was like, oh, which I mean isn't, you know, for another two seasons. Yeah. But that's weird that that's only two seasons away, but I feel like the, the, like the tone shift between these next few seasons yeah. is like completely Yeah, we got a journey. Wild. Yeah. So yeah, that you want to get to floor five hundred if you're a journalist here. That's it. That's the good one. Yeah, but I mean, it's not. No, we learn it's not. No one comes back from floor five hundred. Yeah. No. I mean, when I think it goes back again to the Simon Pegg room, roughly around this point with the editor. The Simon Pegg room. Simon Pegg room. Floor five hundred. Yeah. No. Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg's cold room. When when I first see it, I'm like, the the reason that that his eyebrows are frosted is because the room is a pale skinned man with white hair and a goatee watches from a very cold location there was frost on the walls <laughs> it's really funny when when Kathika says something to the doctor about the news and you know what they do and stuff she says uh, the latest news is that there are sandstorms on the new Venus archipelago 200 dead Glasgow water rights into their third day space lane 77 closed by sunspot activity and the face of Bo's pregnant what oh the, no please those are the news things that she reads out oh no I love the face of Bo but he, he it's full of plot holes, full of them. It really bugs me because I do conceptually. The... I love the face of Bo as this wise old figure. Yeah, not 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 a fan of the face of Bo being pregnant thing. Logistically, Weird. how? Yeah, I mean, never we... mind the actual like. If we consider the identity <laughs> of the face of Bo, which has not at this point been revealed, I was going to say I don't think the face show, of Bo is ever like gendered. Then the anatomy is there, I guess. But the thing is. Like, okay, the actual, like, you know, banging it, it out part it, aside. Yeah. How how are you going to be pregnant when you're ahead in a tank? Well, no, because the, the person whom is to be believed the face of Bo says that that he used to be called the face of Bo, doesn't he? He does. And that's when he still has his body, he was still called that. So it could still be that. It could still be that, but the thing is... I don't is, like it either I hate way. it. Do you know what is like a fun little bit that the Doctor Who does a couple times and I, I really like it? What? When you see like the villain or the, the bad guy or, you know, whoever. Like separately. Yeah. Them. And they're like, something's not right here. And then it's like, like, who is the, who, what's going on? Who is the cause of this problem? And then, you know, you're like, oh, it's a Doctor and Rose. Uh, and then it never is. It's always someone else. Yeah. Like that other bit in um, Partners in Crime where like Donna's hiding and she's like, oh God. And then they find someone else. You know, she's, she's like hiding in the toilets and oh, they're like, oh, we know you're yes. in there. And Donna's like, oh, yeah. fuck. And then yeah, there's another yeah, lass yeah. also in there. <laughs> like, that's just really funny to me for like absolutely no reason. I just think it's like... Yeah, and that is also good. another journalist. It's a good bit. It's a good bit. Do you think there's like some journalistic subtext here that we don't... It's not very subtexty, is it? Not in this episode, but I mean like, you know... It's just in, in the whole Yeah, it's like, is, 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 is there an agenda babies. about journalism? Well, I mean, yeah. I... Like, like I've already said, I like the subtext in this of like controlling media. Oh, I really like it. Everyone, I think... everyone has a, has their theories about it. And I mean, even with like what's going on now with Twitter is like, yep, that's that's yep. a thing that can happen. Could you imagine? Oh my God, is Elon Musk the editor? If Elon Musk is the Jagrafess, who would be the editor? Joe Rogan. 
<laughs> no, Joe Rogan oh would God. be the Jagger fan. Yeah. Oh my and God. Elon, Hell yeah. And Elon Musk is the editor. <laughs> oh no. Like you go to the Tesla factory, it's just a bunch of like skeletons just sat around with their hands on things. <laughs> with a Joe Rogan. Yeah. Go, <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. Um, Adam just steals Rose's phone. He just fucking saunters off with it, right? Yeah. She's like, she's, uh, she's like, oh, with a magic the- battery. Something about, like, you know, ring your mum and you'll feel better or whatever. To, you know, make, mm-hmm. make a phone call home on my super phone. And then he does just take it. Which, fair enough, I imagine Rose probably wouldn't need to use it. Yeah, she probably wouldn't mind. But, like, but still, you know, it's kind of That is kind her of phone, scummy. though. Like, it's kind of property. Because the thing is, he, he sort of, like, takes it. And then after he's got it, he's like, oh. And, like, proper, like, saunters away, like, grinning yeah. to himself. And, he's, and he goes to do the old Biff Tannen Back to the Future thing where he's going to go try and make himself <laughs> rich, I guess. <laughs> Like, is that nothing that he, he's... The one prediction he has that, that he finds is something about computer chips in 2019. Yeah, like, the, the microprocessor becomes redundant in 2019. Okay, why? what's the, What's he going to do with that information when he goes back home? Yeah, exactly. He, all he knows is that it's redundant. Yeah, the, it's, uh, the microprocessor became redundant in the year 2019, replaced by a system called SMT, Single Molecule Transcription. Not a thing. Which begs the question, as I said earlier, does, like, has that happened? Does that mean that, like, Yaz and Ryan and that, like, they're just, you know, they have the, the new SMT iPhones or whatever, like? No, because it, it doesn't matter. No, it really doesn't, doesn't matter. Does it? Do you know, speaking of times, though, what I think is really funny... Is that like obviously if like if Rose's time is you know two thousand five, yes, or two thousand six with the skipping year, however that works. Adam is from twenty twelve, yeah. So obviously, any time we cut back to his house, it's the year twenty twelve, and it's really funny to me to be like, that's clearly a two thousand five living room. Yeah, yeah. That's like a lot you changes. Know, yeah, right. Like you know, that's not twenty twelve because there's not like a Nintendo Wii anywhere. How old is Adam? How old is he? Like if Rose. It's 19 in 2005, 2006. Do you want to take a guess while I Google it? I want to say 21. Yeah, I would say no older than 22. Because that means if she goes and sees him in her present time, like how old? It'd be weird dating someone from the future, even if they are my age. He's 20, 20, right? So she's 19 and he's 20, right? But if she goes back home... 2005. Yeah. Then he'd be like 13 or some shit. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't like that. Exactly. Rose, you... Imagine, imagine, like, Rose goes back in time, finds him, like, kicks him off his bike or something, just being a dickhead in the future. That's what I'd do. Would you? Would you push 13-year-old Adam Mitchell off his bike? I'd do it for free. No. Give him, like, one to the ribs as well, just for being a dick. <laughs> One to the ribs. You never heard the phrase one to the ribs? No. Oh. I don't know if it's like a widespread phrase. Is this when Suki gets... Oh, oh no, this is when they go into the room and yeah, the is like, they see how it all works. Wrong. And Spike. And then the heads go up. Yeah. Kathika's head. Fucking opens. opens. Like, like, door, door to the brain. A woman got a pothole. In the, mi- <laughs> <laughs> In the middle of the fucking thing. <laughs> When these open, it does, a, it does a brain squelch noise. Yeah, because... And, like, the only way that I can, like, imagine that happening is, you know, like, because it, like, literally is, like, releasing... Oh, it, like, it, it, like, yeah. like, when you get a sellotape and, like, you can see your skin just slightly pull on it yeah. as you're trying to pull it off because it's just letting go. That, that's, like, uh, that's why I imagine that sounds cool. Uh, I um, hate that. Imagine how that surgery would work for a second, and that would be horrible. I think I know how it works. Do uh, why, why does this? Why does the skin seal up immaculately? I shouldn't. 
by the way. I like a Slovene zipper. I was gonna say it should at least be like a thing. Slovene technology. What if it's just Slovene technology with the zipper and stuff? I'm I'm so entirely fine with just being like it's the future on that one. There's like an actual explanation. I'm oh so yeah, fine oh, with them just of, being of like, course. yeah, just it's the future and surgery is. But the, that good. the actual idea, I mean, the inside of it is metal, so they've taken out the piece of the skull and they've they've scrapped that. Well, they've it lost almost that bit looks like now. what I can imagine happens is that like in the sort of middle of forehead, where like the, the sort of I guess the skin would be, they take off the skin. And then they would like drill a hole. Yeah, yeah. Take out like the the bone of the skull part, replace it with whatever. Would they like cut the skin into four, like a pizza? Yeah, like do whatever like you do with the fucking the skin. inside part, and then just like put the skin back on, but like on each four pieces. You gotta think they gotta put like a hinge on the inside of the. So they gotta go around. They gotta like hollow it out as well. So they gotta like say like say this is the hole in your head now. They've got to, like, go in there under the brain and put the hinge on the inside of that part of the skull and that part of the... And this is a surgery... I'm using a a can of Dr. Pepper to describe a fictitious surgery procedure that doesn't exist. And I have no medical background. The thing is, right, people choose for that. Adam's eager. Yeah, he's like... He he wants this surgery. Do you know what's really funny to me about that scene? It's like, so... How many excuses he makes considering he really fucking wants this surgery? He, he goes in, right? She says, like, there's, there's two surgeries. There's the one that is the big brain, door, front, middle of head thing. Yeah. And then there's the other one that, like, most people, I guess, have, where it's, like, just the chip in your head and, it, you know, yeah. you just couldn't know information and that. And she says something about how that's... The, the little chip in the head is 100 credits. The door. And, yeah, and the door is 10,000 credits. And Adam says something, after she says 10,000, he says something about like not being able to pay. And it's like, you have, as far as you're aware, you have the money on this card, which you, he didn't know is unlimited until this yeah, point. He d- yeah, he didn't know that it was but infinite, like infinite monies. She's like, you're gonna have to pay for this. And he's like, okay, I have no money. Well, he does. She's like, this will be some money. And he's like, okay. And then she's like, this will be some more money. And he's like, oh no, I don't have any money. Yeah, but I, I mean... And I hate it, stupid. One of them is is drastically more. Yeah, that's true. That means that Kathika had 10, 10k at some point. She had she had 10k and then she was like, I'm going to go and kiss ass at this absolute, mm. like, do you reckon like all of the flaws are a kind of like different kind of news and there's like, you get like, you know, your serious, like, you know, like reports on crimes and stuff like that on one floor. I don't think and it's then the- all news, is it? I think the point of like, like, like we see later on, there's other mm. things going on. Like, do you think there's is- a, do you think there's a BuzzFeed type flaw? Oh, no, please. Where someone's doing, like... A whole floor dedicated to what Power Ranger are you? Yeah, like little listicles and stuff. <laughs> I mean, we have a sonic screwdriver. <laughs> you know, if this was real, I could tell it to shush, and it would. <laughs> you know what? If it was real, it could reattach barbed wire. This this used to come off of my... Oh, it comes off of Yeah, it does, yeah, but I it's just, it. you know, I, I don't like seeing the screw exposed. Re- so. Reattaches barbed wire. Swiss Army stick. I'm sure Eleven says that. Maybe. So it goes like Swiss Army Sonic or something. I don't know. Kathika has too much self-esteem. She's very happy with herself. She's very... Yeah. She has She has I can too do this. much. I can do that. After that, they go on and that's when Adam's like, I need to go and take a break from this because this is overwhelming. And Rose has another superb Rose line. Adam's like, you know, he's feeling a bit sitting off to the side, you know, a bit overwhelmed. And uh, Rose is like, oh, come on. It's not that bad. And Adam goes, the head thing. And she and Rose says, "Yeah, well, she's closed it now." Well, I mean, <laughs> she's not wrong. Imagine writing that line in a script. You'd be yeah. like, "I'm a fucking genius." Yeah, well, she's closing now. Don't this worry is, about this it. This is this is it's now literally a, out a, of sight. This out is of now mind. a non-issue. Yeah, 
you're making a problem. You're making a big deal out of nothing. Like, God's as s- per usual. For God's sake, Adam, have you ever seen a brain before? Adam, you make me seem. <laughs> you never seen an exposed fleshy brain with a bunch of like white, uh, white light just streaming oh, right into it. I thought you were going to be like sinuous, no, nasty. No, I wasn't going to be horrible about it. Yeah, gross. Because that's what happens. She opens her head and then a bunch of people put their hands on the little panels and then that's, right after... that's how the news happens. Isn't that either like just before or after Suki gets called to floor 500? That's um, uh, just when they're before, in the yeah, room, isn't it? Because, yeah. yeah, he does a little weird thing and that's how he figures out that Suki is not who she says she is. Yeah. And Kathika's like, I've been applying there for years. How have you done this? Yeah. Because like, I lied to get here, bitch. Because <laughs> I'm vindictive. What are you? When she goes, obviously she like gathers her stuff to go up there, doesn't she? How abrupt is the cut of her just bolting away? Oh yeah. That's so funny. She's like, gotta go. And just like (laughs) fucking absolutely goes for it in that lift. She's like, right, I know where I'm going. Like point A, point B, watch me sprint. So like when she when she gets up there, turns out she's actually like some kind of freedom fighter or something. It actively snores. That, yeah, I put that down because that's insane. It's like, okay, I understand it being cold. So I understand things being icy. But there's the but flurry? Snow falls onto her hair. Like, from where? There's like an actual cloud, yeah. I guess. You know, them indoor spaceship clouds. They're all the rage in the year 200,000. What the fuck? Artificial rain, cloud, snow. <laughs> I wish someone, I wish someone had uh, put one of them outside my house. Every, pretty much every single day, my mum's put a message in the family group chat being like, it's snowing. And I'm like, not here, it's not mum. Yeah, it's never... I'm like, ma- stop rubbing it in! <laughs> Newcastle is, as well, he was like, it's like snowing and it's laying almost constantly. And I'm like... I'm like, now then, dickhead, how does it feel to be privileged? I will say, because this is where there's... So, so this is where, you, like you said, you find out that... Yeah, she's... um for a, one, of the, one of the Freedom 15, I believe, is what they were called. Yep. And her name is Suki Eva St. Julian. Here's the thing, the, the the weird problem with, with this, because she obviously, she pulls a gun out. You yeah. know, he's like, liar. Uh, yeah. That's exactly how he says that. Uh, by the way, Simon Pegg, as, as much as I don't like the writing of this episode, kills it. Oh, Simon Pegg is a highlight of this episode and it makes me, not mad, but it really annoys me that like, this is his appearance in Doctor Who. Yeah. Like, same with uh, Olivia Coleman when she shows up in season five. That's yeah, such a waste of yeah, Olivia Coleman like, in Eleven Thousand. Oh. What the hell? What I what I do like though, because they are always paired together, is that Simon Pegg and Nick Frost have been in. Yeah, they have. Him, whilst it's a Clara episode, I know, right? I really like him in that episode though. I like his little banter with Twelve. I think it's really yeah, good. Yeah, I like. like. I mean, I think like, that's fun. When he's like, you don't believe in Santa. <laughs> and Twelve's like, I don't believe in any fairy tales. And he's like, ooh, you heard that, boys. And there's two elves <laughs> yeah, with him. And I'm like, why is Santa giving the doctor a bunch of sass? And he's, he's giving why him is it Nick like... Frost? And I love it. <laughs> Great bit of attitude there. Which is an absolute turnaround from the doctor implying that he himself is Santa Claus. Oh, Wars. yeah. Also, a uh, little, little, little funny thing, right? Yeah. When when Suki, who is not really Suki, goes up there, uh, they're playing like her little, I guess like her record. It's like a video. And uh, she says, hobbies include reading and archaeology. I'm not an expert or anything. I just like digging. Yeah. Which I think is a bizarrely funny thing to say. And then Simon, uh, Simon Pegg goes, liar. And it's like, what? Like, she might just actually like digging though. That's true. She might. I mean, she I don't could think he be knows a that's a lie. Girl. He's just assuming it. She could be in a fossils. Maybe, yeah. Who knows? I wonder if... I know this is a fake persona, but I wonder if she ever would have crossed paths with a river. Oh, I hope not. 
I bet I think you there's a river big would, audio. River would chew her up and spit her There out. is a big finish audio, I almost guarantee it, somewhere where it's like, Suki, from everyone's favourite episode of the long game, meets River Song and they go and do, you they go they do a dig together. Do you reckon they would Suki or her Freedom 15 name? The thing is, I think you probably legitimately could tell a story where like River bumps into the, the, the Freedom 15, you know, doing like a, a thing. Well, here's the thing about the Freedom 15, right? <laughs> she is the last remaining yeah, member. Freedom 15, there's only one of her, don't lie to me. I right, count. right. I've written this down to make sure I'm correct in okay. this. Tell me how this makes any fucking sense, okay? Please. I mean, no, I'm not going fucking crazy. Right? Suki says Freedom 15 has absolute proof that facts are being messed with. Right? Yeah. She's the only fucking one! <laughs> Who's got the evidence? She's like, she's like, I know. Who's got the evidence? <laughs> she's got a gun to him. He's like, I'm about to kill you. And she's like, we've got evidence. She's like, yeah, well, Who I'm- the fuck is we? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I know that I got all hot on that. Right? <laughs> right. I know I came in with both. <laughs> oh, you think? Yeah. With uh, with both guns loaded on that. But goddamn, when she said that, if it didn't piss me off in that episode, oh god. She said it, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you were like, pretend you have more members before you say that. At yeah, we're like, she, he's like, oh, how is this man meant to consider you a threat now? You're in a cold room, and he's, you've got a gun, and he's laughing at you. She goes, oh, Freedom 15, more like Freedom 16. Or at least call it, we were the Freedom 15, give or take a few. Like, yeah. say that. <laughs> Throw some ambiguity in there. Fucking throw him off. It's Simon Pegg. Last surviving member of the Freedom 15. Yeah, for exactly. Also, he then says self-declared anarchist. And I'm like, the group's called the Freedom 15. You can you can be in Yeah, but I would I would I wouldn't say she was self-declared at that point. I would say she just was an anarchist. Yeah, yeah, I guess. It's not yeah. like she's like a girl who's like, oh, I'm a bit of a rebel. And then everyone's like, oh, hey, there you go, Suki. Oh, what, what an anarchist you are. Like she actually is like, you know, protesting and shit. When she pulls that gun out, when she shoots it, it does an actual pew pew sound like properly. Like, it? It's it's oh my god, it's the most like I pew pew sounding gun you have ever heard. Imagine a imagine a sci-fi gun sound effect noise in your head right now. That's exactly what it is. Exactly. Pretty much what it is. Missed. Ah. Yeah. It's a bit it's a bit it's a bit harrowing. It's a bit jarring, I think, when she goes into that room and sees like the uh like the information spike room, but there's just a bunch of skeletons. Uh the one that like crashes into her I love because it looks dead happy. It's like, yeah, gotcha. <laughs> And she's like, ah! <laughs> like it's it's so good. They they Doctor Who seems to love this um plastic draping. Oh, they like, do. Like looking don't through they? it, and, and like I mean, we get it next season. I'm pretty. I think we get it at least once a season for all the like, RTD stuff. I would confidently say that. Yeah, it happens a lot. Yeah, almost too much. I mean, I like it though because oh, it's a like, great way to Is it like suspense. a reveal sort of? Because it's like, oh, we see it and they see it. I as mean, well. and and that and the the shot from above whenever the uh you know the geographess is mentioned is is also a clever way to save money. Yeah. Whenever a Doctor Who's always been this thing that's meant to, you know it's it, it's always felt a bit homemadey and a bit yeah cheap a bit DIY and, yeah. That's one of those things where I'm like, a clever camera move is enough. Yeah, well, that's like how a lot the of camera this... camera just dipping down A towards... lot of this season shot with models, right? This season? Yes, but I don't I don't know if they do it after, just because I don't know. The the big big boy Dalek and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like that. I think it's fun. Anything. Anything practical is always better than oh, anything Oh, absolutely. Digital. I would rather... I would rather see, like, a practical effect that I can obviously tell is a practical effect. It's the one thing I'm hoping for when it comes back is, like... Yeah. A- 
as, a, there as was, opposed to having unnecessary CGI. To be fair, there was some good CGI in like the newer stuff. Oh yeah, I didn't think any of like the Geordie stuff looked particularly, but like nothing stands out to me as being like, oh my god, that looked abysmal. No, no, not nothing like that. But you can still tell. Yeah, you can still. It's cool that you can do a lot more things like flying Tardis stuff like in the sky with the door open and when there's Daleks about like that. Yeah. that's really cool that you can do. You that. know, you but... know when you were talking about the like subtext of this episode. Could you imagine this episode if it was like with Jodie instead? They they you know beat the bad guy and then the doctor is like, hey, and that's why fake news is bad, Yaz. They would they be in the Tardis and she'd be like she she'd be all like, and this is why. You can't, we, 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 we can't trust fake news and we always have to use reliable sources. Thank you, Doctor Number 13. Could you please do my bibliography for me? Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> yeah, Adam says he's from the University of Mars. Which is a Futurama thing. It is. Mars University. Is that like, that, that's where, I, whenever someone says University of Mars, which happens all the time. Can I like? Um, I always think that it's it's Futurama. Can I put that in like a weird little like fact file somewhere about Adam's character is that he likes Futurama? Maybe. Maybe that's where he pulled it from. Well, that's what I imagine, right? Like, yeah, I, I, would it have been? Yeah, it would have been around by then. Like twenty twelve. Yeah, he's from twenty twelve. So. Well, oh, okay. Yeah, but I mean like two thousand and five. But yeah, it'll have been it'll have been around. I don't know when the show started. I think it was the late nineties. Oh, okay. Futurama. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I knew it was like... I'm like, it was like in 4 by 3 Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't realise it was that far back. I would have said early 2000s. Yep. Okay, so here's a question for you. Here's a little Shoot. talking point. When Adam gets his forehead door fitted, which is another example of the awful CGI, by the way, looks terrible. The the the, the decision to have him touch on it yeah. is weird. Because that's adding more work to, to CGI that it's already also, looks a little... It's also odd. weird to me that he probably has really dirty and disgusting hands and he's going to touch and that's something. Gonna go on to it's going to close his, uh, on his exposed brain. That. That's rancid. That is dirty. Uh, what happens if the door's open too long and your brain dries? dries? Well, you just you just have to keep them closed. You wake up and you've got to scrape the plaque off your brain. No. Yeah. Did you brush your what brain this morning? What the stuck or something? You know, like, there's what? so... The logistically... Like, three of them open, you'd have to, like... Yeah, peel, like, peel logistically, this is a nightmare. Um, uh, but, yeah. What if you snapped and someone's door head frame opened and it was rusty inside? Oh, on no. The, on the metal panels? Oh, you couldn't go swimming, could you? Oh, no. Um, yeah, okay, so if you... Do you reckon like, his head goes fucking acker during a round of applause? <laughs> If you, you know when you go and see like slam poetry and stuff and everyone like in the audience is like his head's like ah! and he's like he's like <laughs> get like stuck halfway yeah so the woman says to him that like you know the click is the standard way how would you open yours not with my cock like that other fella <laughs> how does that work what do you mean what? well she says one one oh east she says I, I, she was like, she's like, I once knew a, a man who did it with old Danny Boy. Yeah, the song. No, old Danny Boy, his penis. I'm kidding, by the way. Oh. How would that even no, work? When I say Danny Boy, I always think of the comedian. Yeah, how would you open yours? How would I open my, ah. my, my... Your brain door. My door head instead of your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Because you couldn't be like a slap, because that would just sound like claps as well. Oh uh, yeah, stuff, it, was, like, it? it would like, set off all the time. Every time the um, intro drum from Pornhub happens. <laughs> My head would open. Yeah, because my, my immediate thought when I was thinking about this, that bit in Soldier Boy, where he's like, you, you. like that. Because I'm like, it would be really funny if it was something that you didn't encounter very often. I, I, would, sound. I would have it so that, uh, thank you. Whenever I do something for someone, or I hand someone something, they go, thank you. I get to look at them sincerely, having said nothing, and just my head opens in front of them. Oh my God, you know what would be hilarious? If it was just set off by a scream. 
Because imagine the comedic value of being like, ah! and then like your head just goes. She's been like, ah! Ah! like <laughs> it'd be so good. Two two different variations of like ah ah. <laughs> I would like it to happen without a sound. I just want it to happen whenever I think too hard. <laughs> She's just like an expression of, oh, he's doing a big thing. And then people would know, like, oh, he's thinking big. <laughs> Don't interrupt him, he's thinking big. Because it's not just when you do the thing, it's when anyone does the thing. Like, yeah. whenever that thing but occurs. But no, no one else can think as big as me. So i got to do a big think, and then my brain's going to open, and everyone's going to go, oh, my God, biggest think of that man's life. Do you, th- do you reckon, like, because it's all a brain thing, do you think you could just change your mind about what it was? Maybe. Oh, wouldn't it be so funny if it happened on a sneeze? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you like head down and you like come back up. When you come back out. up, your brain's out. Put your brain away. And then I, you I would, you know what? I would do it. I would have my brain hole open all the time. And then um, why would you have your brain hole? Because I'd just pretend it wasn't. No. And like people would be like, "Oh, you, your brain hole's open again." I'd be like, "No, what you mean? No, it's not." Uh, silly me. I'd just gaslight everyone about it all the time. I'd be like, "I'd be like, I'd be like, you, you, you you're delusional." So then the end of the episode happens. They're all upstairs. Kathika goes up to save the day because. She's which I feel like just happens out of nowhere I'm like oh it's the end okay if she didn't come upstairs because the doctor and Rose are like we're going to floor 500 obviously for in the most complicated handcuffs ever what kind of ride is this the thing is though like they're like you know it's sort of like sort young of... man <laughs> how would you describe this it's like the YMCA is and they're halfway through it they're halfway through the Y yeah. right but like... on their way up to what they're lowercase yeah. Y in <laughs> If Kathika didn't come upstairs, would they have just been fucked? Yeah, because Adam's a fucking idiot. Like, and that's the thing that I don't like. I don't really like Adam. it when yeah, when the doctor gets to plot convenience, like out of things, as opposed to coming yeah. up with an actual plan to get himself out of a thing. Because I like to think that the doctor either always knows what to do or always can formulate a plan yeah. from what is around him. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't like the doctor being in a situation where someone else essentially has to save him, and if they didn't. He probably would have died, you know? I think that's one of the best parts of, like, Mummy on the Orient Express is, like, seeing him work out. Like, like, like truly it's... try. And that's referenced so much, too, that he's they've mm. been trying to get him to go there for years. I love that as a recurring thing in, it's the bit in Doctor Who. It's the bit from um, Aliens World War Three. I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah, where they're in the room. Yeah, it's that, it's but it's a whole episode of it, and it's so good. Yeah. That's like, you know, when when was it, like, the Matt Reeves Batman came out? And it yeah. was like, Batman's going to be, like, the world's greatest detective in this movie. And he's actually a detective. Yeah, and I'm like, let the doctor use his big brain. Let him doct, okay? <laughs> just just leave him to his devices and let him doct, just for this episode. Yeah, when he, he says he says something to the editor, right? And he's, he says something about, like, oh, like, you know, like let, let me out these manacles, and I'll, I'll show you how fun I really am. And I'm like, oh, my you God. You wouldn't hit him. I'm like, uh, if, I if think the, he would. That's the, I fully I would, believe that he would punch him i would be super the, the doctor doesn't punch people often but he has he has and i think that's one of those times because the thing about the fourth the doctor's doctor. killed a man come along sarah yeah he did that yeah what the fuck yeah. i saw this on twitter a few weeks ago for the oh, first yeah, time dude, yeah he's just like just breaks a dude's Where neck and comes and walking putting a stupid silly little doctor who body count on here i'm like mate don't even lay your finger on a gun no i'll do it i'll do it with my bare hands yeah right he's like don't worry <laughs> you know that like you know those like american like shitty t-shirts where it's like guns don't kill people i do that's yeah. the doctor but we're in the uh, the snow room and because the, they're wearing these uh, they're, they're shock cuffs though which is why they're big yeah I guess. rose just busts out of hers right does she 
Like, maybe I'll look away for a second here, but all I see is, like, pretty much Rose, like, wiggling herself, like, free, like, out of them. And I love the idea that Rose is just so massive and buff because of all that, like, gymnastic strength that she can just go, and then, like... It's not gymnastic strength, I promise you. Don't know what else it'll be. <laughs> She's got a bit of Dalek in her now. She touched the Dalek there last you go. time, didn't she? <laughs> Muscles of raw Dalekanium, which is a word we love. Dalekanium tops Siberium any day. What's Siberium? You know, from, I don't know, from from those stupid episodes which ones those stupid ones actually the with the, the lone side man and that where it's like is this yeah no i remember okay i hate yeah i do as well it's I've... terrible isn't it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's um... called Azure shower or some shit like that <laughs> that's the one I shower, I shower. <laughs> simon peg flings suki to the floor she's dead that's happened by the way she died in this place mm. they're like oh so these people are dead but these people have chips in them, so they're like puppets. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But those two that just got up and like like straggled the doctor, they're fucking zombies, right? At yeah. this point, yeah, they're just yeah, zombies. Yeah, yeah, Totally. Like mind control. Yeah. It's the Gelf. Oh my god. They finally found somewhere to put them. Jagrafess is Shireen. I went on holiday once and I remember being like in the airport and I got a pack of the Doctor Who top trumps. And there was a Jagrafess card. Yes, there was. I remember this card. It terrified me. Oh. I don't know why, because, like, it's not scary. Well, I think... There have been scarier things in Doctor Who, but, like, for some reason, for this holiday, I was terrified of the Dragonfest, and I remember, like, being in this, like, little little sort of hotel room, and every single night, I used to just lay in bed and stare at the ceiling, because, you know, I was a child, and there was, like, nothing... There was not TV in the room, you know? Literally mm-hmm. just go to sleep. I used to stare at the ceiling, and I remember having this, like, Being really... Like, oh, there's going to be a Dragonfest yeah, on the ceiling. Yeah, and I was like, if I close my eyes, there'll be a Dragonfest on the ceiling. And if, like, if I blink, it will be there. Um, and I was, like, legitimately scared of this for this whole... Ho- and as soon as, like, we left this place, I was like, this is so dumb. <laughs> so stupid. Why did I even think that? It's so nice. But, like, I was legitimately, legitimately, like, very, very scared about it. I mean, there's there's been things that have, like, not kept me awake, but, like, or given me nightmares and stuff as a kid. But we'll... Uh, I'll, I'll highlight those when the we, like, The thought of anything bad them. happening at Jackie Tyler being number one. Yeah. That's what made me ill. Made me scare you like that's that. What, that's, what, that's, <laughs> what, that's what left me bedbound for three days was the thought of something happening to our Jackie. <sighs> Warjacks. Warjacks. Um, We're going to get a lot of her in next week's episode, I'm too. I'm so excited. Yeah, 80s. No, is it 90s, I think? I don't know, whatever. N- 90s, 90s right? Yeah. Wrote, she, yeah, because yeah, she's baby, it'll be the 90s. No, 89. 80s. 89, though. If Before. it is. Is it? No. That's not how the She's 19. Yeah, in 2005. Yeah. 86? Yeah. No. So roughly around then. What the fuck? Yeah, it must be. Wow. All right. That's, you see how I uh, stalled to make you do the maths there, because I'm just not confident in my own maths ability. Is that what you were like doing? I, like, I knew it was before 89, but I couldn't get the three away from it. So I was like, I know that it's not 89, and that's all I knew. Thank you. And I was like, I'll leave you to do the rest because I'm you. not good at maths. Me neither, dude. Uh, should we just like finish this? Should we just be like, hey, so what happens at the end of the episode? Adam goes home. Adam does go home. Not after... Uh... Uh, not, not only does Adam go home, Adam gets sent home. That's true. <laughs> the doctor's like, go home and think about what you've done, young man. So I can't come out and play no more. <laughs> well, that's like after Suki grabs hold of the editor and just just, just holds him there. Oh. And just like, I'm just fidgeting with the sonic screwdriver, by the way. That's why that happened. This is it's not just like a random soundboard thing. But Suki has the editor killed. Yeah, she, the, the the heat gets vented back, back up, up and it the melts the Jagrafess, I guess. 
It explodes. Well, it explodes, yeah. How many things have exploded this season? Uh, All of them. Oh my god. All of them, right? The the nesting. Okay, yeah, the, the nesting the nest, blows up. No, the nesting doesn't blow people. He pours the um thingy into it. So yeah, but doesn't, doesn't. Some, yeah, some explodes in the episode, though, right? I don't believe just... so. Oh, okay. But then Cassandra blows Cassandra up. Cassandra blows up. The girl f- house they blows blow up. up. Yeah. Obviously, that one Slitheen particularly blows up, but they're not all, all of, of them, them get do. blown up. Yeah. The Dalek explodes, Dalek explodes even into itself. a little shell, and this gets blown up too. Oh wow! Explosions this season. Right. But yeah, yeah. Uh, Adam Adam gets dropped off at home. Yeah. His mum. Dick. His mum, uh, he wipes the, the doctor wipes the phone because Adam obviously calls his phone. Yeah, and trying to give of, it information. Bunch of info on there. Yeah, doctor. The doctor wipes the phone. He like he go he go he goes off with the Sonic and he he gives you all, bleh, and then the then the phone explodes, the f- uh, leaps into the yeah. air in like, like a flurry of sparks. Oh my god, it's an ins- it's insane. Like for what it is, like, what it's a like, house phone. Doctor, right? There is an erase button on yeah. that. They just push the thing. He's Put like, no, hey. statement. Yeah. He's like, you Buy know a what? new one, bitch. I just, re- I, I just really fucking hate this kid. I'm just going to fucking blow <laughs> up his telephone. <laughs> That's the level of uh, sass I want coming from the shooty Gatwood 15th Doctor is to walk over, sonic in hand, to an answer mission and be like, watch it explode and be like, buy a new one, bitch. And then just go back into the TARDIS, <laughs> flip his little coat behind him. And then just, then just you know, fucking dematerialise. Yeah. And someone's just left there being like, that was my only one. Adam's mum comes in. Yeah, she does. And she gives maybe one of the most forced line deliveries I've ever heard. Like, didn't it go by like that? Yeah, like, it's like, obviously, because you just need to get the snapping. But I'm like, if every part of it, like, it's not bad. It just feels so fast. Yeah. The, the whole thing is meant to be a... To get to ha-ha. Yeah. She doesn't know that he's got a uh, 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 door head. A door head. head. <laughs> I was trying to get back to it. But it, I almost said pot head hole. And I was like, no. That's like wrong two times. You yeah. Know? I was like, I know I made a pot hole reference. Maybe that's it. But yeah, you know, the, the, the doctor leaves because he only takes the best. And he's got Rose. And she does the tongue mouth thing and it's... Oh, yeah. She just keeps doing that. She's biting she just her tongue. Want, she like, just wants to give him like, that, like, look what you could have won. Like, like, right before she leaves. Yeah. Like, that weird... I don't know what it is. It's like it's like her tongue does a flip. I don't know what she does yeah. with her mouth. It's kind of like It's not quite like a, a tongue bite, but it's not like quite... She's like, it's not quite like she's licking the lips either. It's weird. No, I have no idea. Um, anyway, they, they disappear. They go away. Adam's mum sees his door head. Other things happen in the episode as well. Is this also an episode care. with no TARDIS interior shot? Yeah, because they come out of it at the beginning and then they go into it at the end. Yeah, but I don't think you see the inside. No, of no, no. It. Huh. It's like it's like already there when they step out of it. Two so. in a row. I know that we get one well, in the next episode. We do, guaranteed. You want to know some things? Uh, yeah, tell me some things. Woo! Okay. Uh, I, I don't got. I don't want to do the beeps no more. Let's do trivia. Let's do... teach teach me about you the long game. You know about the Jagafest. Huh? You know about the Jagafest? Do I want to know about the? Jagafest? He's not just the Jagafest. I'll have you know. Okay, what is he? The mighty Jagrafess of the Holy Hadrajassic Maxa Roden Four. Part of that sounds like you're not allowed to say it. What is? Do we know what that is? Is there anything any more to that? That's just his full title. And can you speak to that? He's not very mighty. First of all, he's a big meaty slug. He can't even fucking move. He can do a how bit of a snarl. Might, how mighty can he be? Like round. Also, oh. like. He lives on a ceiling. He doesn't have legs. Like, what does what does their home planet look like? I don't know. I don't give a shit either. He looks like no. 
Um, the 11th Doctor mentions the Jag Fest in uh, The Silent Stars Go By, which is writing in a book. Oh, fuck off. And then... Um, oh, it's going to be like, when? So does... Uh, the, uh, the, 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 also, uh, Steals of Dreams is a novel. It's really good. And it's it's one that I actually like really, really like. Um, Have you it, read that one? Yeah, it's really good. Okay. The, the Doctor, Jack and Rose go to a planet where like fiction is illegal. Ooh, a bit Fahrenheit 4-5. Yeah, it's, it's like really yeah. good. And the Doctor says something about... Um, it's called like like Arcanist Major. Some of the have like a control of the media to like not yeah. let fiction, you know, out. And um, the the Doctor says in that book that it's like the thing on Satellite Five. Oh, a little reference to that. Uh, you know about the episode? Sure. Satellite Five has six hundred channels. You've only got nine hundred ninety nine of them. Those those channels include Bad Wolf TV. Whoa. Um, a, a, I don't know how you would say this, but it's like McBee channel, like M ca- uppercase M, lowercase C, uppercase B. But that's one they have. And then the other one. I struggled enough with this name. Channel Smiley Face plus one, but it it's like a like actual like an actual emoji thing. Yeah, yeah. So that's where you can you can get. Solid five. Working for the titles for this episode were Adam and the companion who couldn't. And I don't like either of those. I don't like either of those. No, so that's good. Um, apparently, uh, Russell T Davies had like an an idea that this like you know episode grew out of mm. the original idea. Submitted it to the BBC, and they were like, "You should write serious scripts about like a man trying to pay his mortgage." Oh, I sent back to him. That's weird. That's a weird thing. For... I would hate to see like a full TV show as well about a man trying to pay his mortgage. That'd be shit. I think Leslie Davies could do it well. That'd be like when when everything everywhere all at once. Like the tagline for it was like the spoiler free tagline for it was just like a woman tries to pay her taxes. This is the first story so far to have a villain that the tenth Doctor never faced. The like first... after, huh? The Tenth Doctor never fights the Jagrafest, but across like all of the extended media, all of the other villains he has like a run in with, apart from the Jagrafest. Does he run into the Slovene? In like a in like a novel, yeah, because I remember reading it. Apparently, there's supposed to be more more Adam stuff. I'm glad that wasn't. Then it was cut because apparently, uh, like everyone was like, "Oh, Chris, Chris and Billy have real good chemistry," and you know, yeah, to watch I wonder. Yeah, which is like all of the parts that they're not in. I'm like, I don't care. This, I, I assume this is the because normally there's about one episode a season where the Doctor's not in it as much. Yeah, that's so you know it's that's Love and Monsters and Blink, and it's normally to give them a bit more shooting time with something else or whatever. Yeah, like that's fine. I assume that's this episode for this season is what this was meant to be initially. Yeah, I guess so. Because there isn't any other episodes in this season with less Doctor, where he just basically isn't there. No, Turn not, left is as there? well is that episode. Yeah. Turn left and midnight, they're like two sides of the same coin, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. One's with, got yeah. One's got virtually no Donna. One's got virtually no, no Doctor. Doctor. Yeah. Also, apparently, uh, the original draft of the script for like Adam's father was ill, that's and sad. like that's why he wanted to get the information and all that to like find a cure for this incurable disease that was gonna like kill his dad I like that that gives him more of a, a drive than greedy little arsehole it would well, make him less hateable to me here you go do you wanna I'll tell you this this is this is like verbatim well, we're gonna get this word, is, word now yeah this is the st- okay so like Adam appears in comics yes and here's exactly what it says uh, Adam Mitchell will later resent the Doctor for kicking him out of the TARDIS he had an ulterior motive beyond personal gain when he plotted to cash in on future technology 
wishing to save his ailing mother with its advanced medical capabilities. Uh, due to the antiquated technology of the 21st century, his mother soon died and left Adam alone, seeking revenge on the Doctor and every companion with whom he regularly travelled across his different incarnations. I want to read this myself. I mean, I'd be interested in reading the comic to see how it is. Because yeah. it's, it's, at the very least, it is interesting to see, you know, someone minor like this come back as a villain. But the, the, the whole ulterior motive about his dad being ill, if that's brought back for the comic, then, like, retroactively... <laughs> Then that's fine, but yeah. if I kind of wish it was in the episode, just because it—I don't know—I kind of like the idea of him just being like a scummy, sleazy guy. I don't because I kind of like I, you know I want to like him, but I just don't. Just gets annoying to see. Anyways, anyway, he's, he's gone. He's gone. gone. He's not in the TARDIS anymore. No more. No so, more. what rating would you give this episode? Uh, I gave it a two. I gave it a one. Mm. I really didn't enjoy my time with it. Did you not? I just see, couldn't tell my Freedom 15 little rant earlier. I enjoyed... I wouldn't even say enjoyed. I thought it was okay, and I normally think it's really bad. So, like, give, giving it a two is not a victory, you know? like Yeah, it's not. I mean... But I think in my head, I maybe, you know... Yeah. No, that's, that's fine. What did you give the, 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 the next time? I gave it a five. Did you give it a yeah, five? Yeah, I, I did, and I'll tell you why. Um, Because of that part where it's like the literal first line where the doctor's saying something about like being careful what you wish for. Where I think it says like, your wish is my command, but be careful what you wish for. And yeah. I'm like, ooh, that's interesting. I gave it a four. Because, I mean, we know what the wish ends up being in that next time. Trip. Oh, yeah, so There's a man alive who... There's a man alive now who wasn't before. And, the, the you know, the, the idea of the show's... Since the revival, at least, the show's first like, actual time paradox story yeah. happening. That's fun. So four out of five. Very excited. Not like, oh my God, <laughs> groundbreaking excited. Like, I but can't very, sleep. Very, very excited. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we love Father's Day. So it's it's a great episode. It's the only one. Now, I said something about like the Unquiet Dead before as being a great standalone. Or Dalek. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, no, it was in Dalek. Um, where we're talking about like good standalones. And I think Father's Day is... I think the season's full of good standalones, except for this. I think, yeah. I think Father's Day is... No, not like standalone, sorry, in terms of like story. But I mean oh. like, no context. Here is a person who, isn't it, who doesn't even know what Doctor Who is. Or oh, whatever. Yeah. And then you go like, watch this one episode. Like Father's Day is another good one. But I think you do need like a little bit of emotional like investment. In, like, yeah, Jackie yeah. You, you, need, you need to know a little bit. But we'll be here for Father's Day next week. That's not Father's Day next week. Oh my God, shut up. Christmas. Every time. (laughs) (laughs) I got that wrong as well. It's Christmas I always, like, I always worry whenever I do something like that, that someone might hear it and be like, oh my God, he's so rude to her. I'm like, no, she's in on it. It's okay. Sometimes I think I come across as being, like, rude to you. I'm like, she does this to me on, on my own. Um, so before we go, I'm just gonna say, Happy New Year. Because that's what it is now. It's 2023, it's the future. Happy New Year. Wait, why? What did you... Sorry, I wasn't listening. Happy New Year. No, before that. What? About... I don't know, what did you say before? I was just checking dates for... Oh, okay. The the day day things air. What day is it today? Not today, but like... The day this airs? Yeah. Whoa, happy 4th of January, everybody. Woo! Happy New Year. We are right around the corner from a a juicy little boost in... Introduction. <laughs> Did you not think I was gonna say that? I don't know what you were gonna say, but like I, like genuinely, in my brain, I was hearing you be like juicy little boosty or something, and I was juicy like, little boosty. I was gonna what the fuck was that? And then I thought you were gonna plug your own birthday. That was like my next. Yeah. Day. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
No, juicy little boost in production is what I was going to say. We will s- at some point in the new year we will sound better. Not only we won't be ill. not only because we won't be ill, but <laughs> because we'll have some better equipment. Yeah. Thank thank you for for listening. If you if you got this far, <laughs> if you got this far in this this yeah. If you didn't listen to the whole of this one, then that's allowed. Anyways, follow us yeah, on everything: Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, DW Rewind, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. I feel like I'm not bringing any good energy into this today. You know. That's all right. But I'm like I'm like I don't want to do a second one because I don't really want to ruin Father's Day. Yeah. That's <laughs> <fine>. <laughs> like the actual event. <laughs> like I don't want to. I'm gonna ruin Father's Day. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>